If you've ever felt like you were on a never-ending cycle of trying so hard to do your best or to catch up to everyone else that you see around you, doing things right that you feel like you should be doing, and then feeling like a failure when you don't measure up, this episode is for you. I want us to discuss three myths about inadequacy and why believing these myths might be keeping you in what seems like that never-ending cycle of failure and feeling inadequate. So let's talk about the three myths about inadequacy, shall we? If you are new or you are returning, I am so thankful to have you here with me today. I'm your host, Chastity. I'm a mom, therapist, and coach over on momfullyyou.com, and I am absolutely on a mission to help you recreate an identity that you love so you don't lose your sense of self in motherhood. And I am so excited to jump into today's topic about inadequacy and getting down to the bottom of these myths that we believe about inadequacy and what it has the potential of doing for us once we finally kind of reach this place of feeling competent and adequate. Uh, But before we get to that, I want to share some exciting news with you today. I have an upcoming workshop called Breaking the Cycle of Inadequacy, and it's going to be happening May 27th at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. This live workshop that I have been working on for the last couple of months, like pouring my heart into it because I just believe in it so much. Um, But this workshop, it's going to help you rebuild your eternal validation so that you can manage negative beliefs about yourself and develop your sense of enoughness. There are so many things that we have to unlearn when it comes to the messages we have about ourselves, and it absolutely ties into this feeling of inadequacy. So in this workshop, we're going to be talking about where your messages of inadequacy really stem from, like where they started, okay, and why they can be damaging to you and your relationships. We're also going to be talking about some proven skills that will help you develop internal validation and stop the thought spiral and increase your overall confidence in yourself. We're also going to go through what to do when your environment triggers you and triggers those feelings of inadequacy. How do you bounce back from that? How do you reflect from that? So all of that is going to be happening May 27th at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm going to be teaching for about 75 minutes, and then we're going to do a 15-minute Q&A at the end of that to make sure that you're able to turn the workshop into a lifestyle and really soak in what we're going to be discussing. It's going to come with a downloadable PDF and worksheets, and so if you are able to register, you will get access to both the live workshop as well as the recording. I know not everybody can come live, but the replay will be just as effective. And so you can watch that at any time at your leisure. So the truth is you are enough. You just need to learn to believe it. And that is what we're going to be doing. So come to breaking the cycle of inadequacy so I can teach you about believing it. So before we get into the myths, I want to tell you about what happened a few weeks ago. So right before Mother's Day, I was grabbing some tea 
Yes, tea. I'm not really a coffee girl, but I will sip on some tea to get some some kind of momentum going for the day. Um, but I was grabbing my tea and this lady asked me what I was doing for Mother's Day. I'm not sure how she knew that I was good. I was a mom, um, but she did. She asked me what I was going to be doing for Mother's Day. And I told her, listen, all I want to do is take a nap and eat some cupcakes and feel celebrated. That's it. And we kind of laughed and we joked about it. And I asked her um, if she was going to be celebrating. And she told me, oh, I'm not a mom. I'm not cut out for that. I mess up my own life as it is. And I'm telling you guys, it took all I had not to go into therapist mode and be like, hmm, tell me more about that. (laughs) But I reframed from asking her my questions and I gave her the best encouragement that I could in that moment, which was, I'm sure there's more good in you than you realized. And she kind of hesitated a little bit. We smiled together. I grabbed my tea and I headed back to my car. But you know what? That comment that she made, it came with me. This I'm not cut out for that. I messed up my own life. And even though she was telling me that she's not a mom, I promise you I've heard these types of comments from moms. I'm not cut out for motherhood. I've messed things up, right? And I've heard so many of these comments that even sound familiar to this. Things like, I'm not good enough. Or I should have known better. I should have had more information. I should have been more on my toes. I should have been able to recognize the signs of this toxic relationship. I should have been able to recognize the signs of the developmental milestones that my kiddo was not meeting. All of these types of statements, right, that I've heard so many times. And these statements, they're real. And they come from a deep place that stems from these messages about who you think you are. Do you think that you are good versus bad? Do you think that you're able to make mistakes and then move forward? Or do you think that those mistakes define you? Do you feel like you are inadequate? Or do you feel like you are enough or capable or competent? right? And if you've kind of made some of those statements or you felt that way, I promise you, you are not the only one. So let's jump right into the myths today about inadequacy to see what all of this is about and um, see if we can kind of get to the bottom of these thoughts, okay? So myth number one is if I can just get it right, if I can just fix myself, If I can just meet the goal, look the part, then I will feel better. I will feel capable. I will feel good. That will make me happy. That will validate my sense of enoughness, right? If I could just reach it, then I will feel it. Um, The issue with this myth is that you're going by someone else's standard, You're going by this kind of goal or this kind of um, ending that you feel like you should be measuring up to, and that's based off of someone else's standard. And the issue with that is that the needle is always moving. Um, I remember 
when the whole phase of like getting your pantry together and like pouring the sugar and the flour and all of those things in like the neat container bins. I remember when that was starting and I was like, oh, that's, I gotta do that. I gotta do that because that's gonna get my life together. It's gonna make me so organized, you know? It's gonna help me so much. And then things start, I start to see more and more kind of creative ways. If you take this out of the box and then you rearrange it like this, the needle was always moving, right? And while I still love a good organization, you know, um, sometimes if we base our kind of whole feeling of like, this is what's gonna make me feel better, good, you know, adequate, whatever it is, if I do this, that's gonna be the end game. We will feel very much so like a failure if doing that thing does not, satisfy us in the way that we originally thought that it would, right? It can make us feel worse when we don't get it quote unquote right. So this whole idea that if I get it right, meet the goal, measure up to the standard, then I'll be good. It's not the truth because the needle is always moving and we will always be striving, okay? So that's myth number one. So myth number two is if you keep feeling inadequate, then that must mean that you are inadequate. Most of the perspectives that we have about ourselves are shaped by other people and other experiences out of our control. And when we are feeling these feelings of inadequacy or we feel like we failed or made a mistake and we take that on as our truth, something that defines us, right? then we'll feel like it's just reinforcement, right? So you forget something that was really important to you or your kiddo and you think, ah, there it is. (laughs) I'm just messing it up again, right? Uh, Someone makes a comment about your your kid or even you about the decisions that you're making and you're like, God, I should have known that, right? I should have been able to catch on to that as easily as they did. There it is. I'm just inadequate. That's just who I am, right? But those perspectives, those opinions, those experiences that happen outside of you, they really don't define who you are. And just because these feelings keep popping up, they it doesn't mean that it defines you. It just means that there's an experience and there's a message there that we need to reroute and we need to get to the bottom of and think of an opposite kind of belief to replace it. And so our thoughts about our experiences aren't always reflective of the truth. But if we believe this myth that if I keep feeling inadequate, then that must mean I am, then we will feel that way. Okay. All right. Last one. Myth number three. This is if you sacrifice your boundaries and please other people that you will feel better And other people will approve of you and they will think that you're just the best, aka they will think that you are good enough. So things like trying to be a good mom, whatever good mom is in your mind, right? Trying to be a good mom, somehow you might have equated that self-sacrificing is the only way to do that. Or the only way to be a good mom is to have the latest and the greatest, It is to be thoughtful of every second of the day about other people and their needs, right? It can even be about um, 
kind of sacrificing your boundaries when it comes to other relationships. So say that your parents are going against your decisions um, or your thoughts about a particular situation. And instead of holding firm on your boundaries, you just say, ah, I'll let it slide. I'll just kind of go with it. Um, And I just won't hold my boundary on this. And so you're hoping possibly in that moment that the situation and the peace that you're trying to curate by not upholding your boundary, that that will suffice. It will satisfy other people and everything will be okay. But when in actuality, it can lead to resentment instead of the approval that you're actually looking for, right? You might even think, you know, making other people happy ultimately leads to you feeling burnt out and you not having anything left, right? You're just giving of yourself and not having an opportunity to give to yourself, which then leads like what you have is not enough. You see that cycle, kind of how it sucks you in, right? Now, all of these myths, they create this unrealistic and damaging cycle for you. They write this narrative that you are the one that needs to bend, that needs to be fixed, and that needs to work towards the best. And once you do, in the favor of amounting to some immeasurable standard, you know, in the efforts of trying to prove this kind of internal messaging or thought that you are inadequate, in efforts to people please other people to get approval, right? You end up feeling like you are not enough. So to kind of review all of those myths we just went over. The first myth, if you just get it right, you'll feel like a good person or adequate. If you keep feeling inadequate, you must be inadequate. If you relinquish your boundaries and step outside of your values just a little bit and people please just a little bit, others will approve of you and they will think you're good enough. Sometimes when we've been in cycles like this for so long, it's like, where do you even start? Like, where do you have to begin when it comes to unlearning all of this, all of these messages about yourself and what you have to do in order to feel inadequate or enough? Well, you'll kind of have to do a lot of unlearning so that you can learn and then go on to teach. And I said this in last week's episode, but it's hard being the teacher and the student at the same time especially when you've never been taught things like how to develop this kind of sense of internal validation on your own that doesn't that isn't rather tied to other people and their thoughts and other structures like the motherhood structure um, and what it has opposed on you right but in order for us to teach our children what sometimes we feel like we desperately wanted right we have to first learn it. In my upcoming workshop, Breaking the Cycle of Inadequacy, you will learn where this feeling of inadequacy is coming from and how continuing to believe these messages can be damaging for your relationships. And that includes the relationship with your kids, with yourself, with your spouse and partner, with your family and friends, everybody, right? 
And you're going to learn these skills to develop this internal validation and confidence and manage that environment and those triggers that come up to kind of agitate that feeling of inadequacy and learn the difference of soaking in the message, I am inadequate because I feel inadequate, okay? For this workshop, listen, I'm putting on my hoop earrings, all right? We are getting down to business and we are getting at it because that's how port, that's how important it is for you to believe that you are enough. So come and join me. Again, it's May 27th at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. 75 minutes of teaching, 15 minutes of Q&A. You'll get a download and access to both the live and the replay of the class. So just in case you can't make it (laughs) live with us, you will still get the benefits, okay? I'm so looking forward to this. And you can find the information on how to register in the show notes. It's linked as Breaking the Cycle of Inadequacy, along with other resources that you might find helpful. So I think the message of today is that you are enough. You just need to learn how to believe it. Mm-hmm.